in the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance company, providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance, driveway sweeping, snow and ice management, and tons more. Get your free estimate today at LawnProAK.com. Anchortown Dogs, located at 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Menegato's Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegatosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Crank it up over there, bud. That was a nice, even, clean... Oh... There it is. Some are just like way snappier than the other. Yeah, I, I tried to like, do on my story the other one, but it just didn't snap. Yeah. I, I, was, I wonder it has to do with, uh, you know, the uh, chemicals. And the that, the pressure, pressure pound. Uh, the PSI of the what was that, uh, measurement? pressure yeah, of the mercury, probably. Above my pay grade. <laughs> way above, dude. Uh Welcome to uh, Alaska Wild Project, episode 36. Um, Today it's just going to be Brandon and me, uh, poor Jackie, who could probably actually tell us exactly what happened, why some of them pop really loud and some not. He would have been all over that. He would have been like, well, well, the mercury of the, you know. Technical explanation. But he unfortunately got a concussion um, in a hockey game. Fully concussed. Which is, uh, you know, it happens. 
you play hockey, you go snowboarding, you go skiing, you go snow machining, you know, things happen. Yeah, I think about how <clears throat> that must feel it, you know, not to throw you out there, Jack, but I know he's around the 40 mark. Um, like, I, I'm pretty sure I got a few concussions when I was like 16 playing football and, you know, you got your head jarred and you, you know, sat a player two out and you went back out, same as a soccer player or a a, a a girl that was, you know, flying around as a cheerleader, hitting the ground. I mean, as kids, we probably got a lot of those. I can only imagine as a full-grown, mature adult now f- with full recognition of how you feel when yeah. you don't feel good or you or you do feel good, how it must feel. It must suck. You remember but, the last head, good head knock where you saw stars? Yeah, man, I... I I think so. I think I had a pretty gnarly wipeout on a snow machine like 12 years ago um, where I got bucked and then I got I smacked a tree and, and I think I had a helmet that day. Ooh. I thought I broke my neck and it was just like, I don't know. It was just like one quick scare. Like you get hit and then you kind of almost black out and wake up and go, whoa, you know, like start checking stuff. And, and yeah, so, um, but yeah, man, I... <sighs> Just the lasting effects, the nausea, the headaches, all the stuff. Feel for you, Jackie. Get well soon, dude. Yeah, man. It's and it's it. Sometimes you're good the next day. Sometimes it's a week, a month. Yeah. Sometimes you you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty scary. It pretty is. scary deal there with all that. Okay. Um, give him his time to heal up. Yep. So get better, Jackie, and we'll see you back next week. Um. Well, welcome back to you. Um. Oh, you've been me? out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. You've been out of state. Big city in it. Like, it feels like you were gone for a couple of days, but I think you got a good fiber in, didn't you? It felt like I was gone for like a month. <laughs> oh, on your end? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This was just a weekend for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I, I did a quick uh, Seattle trip to go visit my sister down there. My brother and I went down there, and, um, man, we did it all. We hit the Seahawks game. Yeah, we went to the, the Kraken, two Kraken games. We went to the Sounders game. We went to a bunch of bars and restaurants. And uh, we scootered all over the place. Like, they have these scooters there that you can rent, like, by the minute. Yeah, and they have stations where you can, like, pick them up and leave them. Bro. (laughs) I thought I was, like, 13 again. I feel like there's, like, I've heard a lot more stories, like, shit show activities that go on with those than maybe what they're really intended for. Yeah, shout out to Big Kyle, man. This dude did a full Indo. Oh. About three a.m. on the on oh, the way somebody back. somebody went down hard. Oh, there's lots it had of to be opportun- the biggest guy. Oh yeah, there's a lot of opportunities <laughs> to fall down, man, because you're flying. I mean, those things go like thirteen to fifteen miles an hour, oh, yeah. you know, and that's just on a regular plane. But there's a lot of hills, you know, down there in Capitol Hill downtown and all that. So you're saying a guy could get a concussion? Oh yeah, a guy could get a concussion <laughs> for sure. But it's really cool because you don't have to, like, take an Uber or a Lyft. You just jump on that thing. You have the app. You boop. You beep in there all over the place. And you, wherever you go, you just leave it there and just yeah. and just cruise out. And then one time we, we kind of almost went out of bounds uh, with oh. the thing because we're, like, we were out. And I'm, like, well, let's go to this after party because everything closes, like, two. But we weren't ready to be no. done. No, yeah, so just like, getting started. So we're, like, Googling it. And uh, the homie Jack, um, uh Wogelmuth, man, I can't pronounce his last name. My Maybe bad. Maybe better Jack. off not to say his <laughs> yeah. last name. Anyway, uh, Natalie's Natalie's uh, husband, uh, Natalie Gomez's husband, uh, Jack. He's he's not a badass dude, bro. But he's like <laughs> leading the way, like trying to take us to this like after like after club that's open later, right? And uh, 
it was literally like a 40 minute scooter ride oh. and we had to like go on the turnpike <laughs> like we're just oh. and we're hoping just this things that aren't gonna like maybe run you go to run out of battery or you go too far and you're like out of you know it just shuts down you know oh. and you're running <laughs> like oh man i have to walk on out of here <laughs> But we're just scooter gang, dude. There's scooter gang out there. Five of us, six of us, just everywhere. Just going because you can ride on the street, the sidewalk, and you get out there late at night. There's no one around, and you're just jumping these things. You know, hopping the curve. You're taking it back to your skateboarding days. Everybody's trying just, to do a trick. Check everyone's trying out. to do a trick, and you're flying down these hills, dude. Just flying. You're probably going like thirty. And you're just boom hitting it and just gapping it, and everyone, you know, as you pro proceed and you get a little bit more drinks in you, you get oh, a little I was bit more say, I'm assuming everybody was 100% sober. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah they were 100% sober. And for the fun. Yeah. High on life. A lot of good, uh, a lot of good restaurants out there. Um, I don't know, man. The big cities, it's not for me. I get it. I like to go and, and go hard, but yeah, I feel Seattle's like fun. I like to go and then come back and just be like, ah, oh, yep. you know. Like, yeah. That was a lot. How totally. could you live there? I'm yeah. like, man, there's just too much going on. Totally. But I will say, I think the craziest thing that I saw was that you can just set up your tent anywhere. Yeah. Any it's where. You go to the nicest restaurant or anywhere out there, and you go outside around the corner, there's a tent just right there on the sidewalk. I went by, um, I don't know what this corner is. It's kind of like by Pike's Place where all... You know, the, the famous the place or there. whatever it is. And there's this area where there's just like 40 tents all in one little area. Like it used picture. to be like a park or probably benches and stuff in there. And it's all it's it all is. Beautiful. All it is is just. It's a camp. A camp. Mm -hmm. A camp. And it's and I was like, this is insane. Like they can just camp anywhere. But you can't park here. You get your car towed. Yeah. But you can camp here. Right. It's just insane, dude. Yeah. That was crazy. I was going to ask you a couple questions about that whole trip. And they're, um, and they're, and they're, um, another thing is it's, it's COVID like for real. Like you cannot go inside anywhere without your mask on or without showing your proof of vax. Whoa. You cannot enter anywhere. Now you, you can might as get well a just coffee. have like a, 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 um, what do they call that? Where you like, yeah. Oh, like a lanyard with Lan your, with yeah. your, <laughs> yeah. Just like, yep, I'm good. You know, I was thinking that too because I mean, my phone well. almost died one night and I'm like, how am I going to oh, get in anywhere else? It. You don't have a phone. You can't get the app for the scooter. You can't show your proof of, proof of vax. You might <laughs> as well just go home, dude, like you're yeah. done. You can't even call an Uber. And there ain't no taxis. You barely see any taxis. Good old-fashioned uh, Just walk it out, out, dude. Walk it out. <laughs> yo, my knees yo, my knees are sore from all that walking. I felt most, like most I, after the weekend, yeah, I felt like I just got back from a sheep hunt. Right. <laughs> all that walking and all those hills. Mm. And we had the cheapest seats at the Seahawks. At the Like top. the top, tippy. The tippy top. You know that that view is not bad though. It, I didn't. It wasn't bad at all. Well, because it's like it's high, but it's on top of the field. Yes. So you're you're high, but you're not that far from it. You're just on top of it, but you have a full bird's eye view. Yep. So you don't miss any action if you're really watching the game. Yeah, and it's actually, I, really, really good spot. It, it actually is, and and I thought, man, oh, these are the, pretty much the only like tickets you can get. Yeah, it was for the experience anyway, right? Yeah, they were cheap, and I was like, oh, I'm still gonna go. We got nothing else to do between one and three. We're just gonna go. Mm -hmm. So, but you're right. You can see really good, yeah. and it's just as good. But mm -hmm. hiking that up, and they only let you get like two beers at a time, and then you got to go back down. <laughs> yeah, and you got to pee, and yeah. you got to get something to eat. So you walk that else. thing like four times. Yo, 
That's dangerous. The I bet they got phone. some videos of people just eating, eating it, it come down fall, that falling thing, off dude. some of those rafters. Every single person that would come up, dude. Like as soon as they get to the top, people would just start clapping, and you see they're just like on their knees, like just like struggling, dude. That nosebleed struggle. Oh dude. yeah, and if you're like bringing up some food, you're just like hand is shaking because you don't want it to spill, you know, and you're just trying to like balance it the whole way up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What was your um, like? What was your experience? Because I I want to say this is probably your first time outside traveling since COVID That's, crap. Like yeah, it, actually, would be the first been, time you flew man, out. It's and, been. It's been two years, three years since I've been anywhere. Yeah, I don't know when the last time you were out, but I think you go to Arizona pretty frequently. And yeah, but when we go to Arizona, I just chill at the I just chill at the house, man. I don't even go nowhere. Like literally, there's like a really nice taco stand, like that you can walk to, and the grocery store that you can walk to, and that's it. Other than that, like that's it. I'm just chilling by the pool, drinking and. Yeah. With the kids so you had, you had a good experience traveling, and obviously you were, you know, the city sounded like it treated you well for the most part. Yeah, it was really nice, time. man. It enjoyed was, some venues. Yeah, we enjoyed every venue you could go to. Hockey, uh, football. And soccer. And a soccer game. Yeah, two hockeys, two cracking games. What was the vibe like with that soccer game? Um, What's I, the fanfare in, like, the I, Northwest? Are they about it? I would say that the soccer game was probably the most live. Because we sat in the in the section where all the dudes are like drumming and the flags and they got all these songs and they're singing all the songs and all that stuff. Okay. Whereas like the Kraken is pretty new. So they haven't like, like people are still kind of maybe learning the game a little bit or they don't have like the DJ's not quite on point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's really short window. After, after stoppages in the game and stuff, yeah. like being on it with that song or that ad or whatever, like plays over the loudspeaker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And having the song queued up where it's like the best part, like it might just play like a little bit of the intro and then like the puck drops and they got to stop the music. Um, so that was the only thing, but that arena is amazing, dude. Climate, climate pledge or arena. Uh, was it's, that an existing? It was the key. Um, it was the key facility that was already there. Key key arena. Okay. Okay. Key bank. Key no, maybe just key arena. It wasn't like old and ran down. It was actually pretty fresh and no. So it was it was an old arena that okay. they pretty much just saved the top of it. Mm. Um, and what they did is they dug down. I want to say it's like seven stories down. So when you walk in. The arena doesn't look big at all. Like everything else, like the Seahawks thing is huge and the mm. Mariners thing is huge and the soccer field, is, they play at the same place, is huge. Yeah, but the climate nervous. pledge is like low. It looks like a like a small place. And then you walk in there and everything goes down. So like the ice rink is maybe like seven stories, I want to say, down. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and the reason it's climate pledge, I guess I guess everything in that is like they're not using, they're, it's all solar powered. It's all like oh, self-sustaining. It's all, gr- it's all green. It's yeah, all green, green power, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Well, that's pretty, they really that's did it. It's really, really nice. Sounds about right for uh, Seattle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, I know that wasn't cheap to put that together. And that, oh, no, dude. That's and it's really, really cool that they were able to bring an NHL franchise to the city, which, look, Seattle has its, you know, I've had some good experiences in and out of there, but all in all, their people there are very passionate about sports. I mean, like they when are. Sonics left, it was devastating. Um, you know, they would – more than be happy to welcome another NBA franchise back there. Yeah, um, I'm sure that that hockey team and the support it will get from the from the fans, and I'm sure it'll be a successful outfit because Seattle just has a good overall. I think like players want to go there. You know what I mean? It's it's got a cool big city, but still kind of a country, you know, mm. a vibe to it. Is kind of how I feel about yeah Washington. Yeah, you know, 
Like, I think we'll be like Washington one day up here 50 years from now. Right. How Washington was to... Hopefully not. You know, uh, yeah. But I mean, probably. just, you know, just looking at the reality of things and, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but... And I, I never felt uh, unsafe, mm. you know? Like, everywhere we went, everywhere we walked, every place, it's, you know, and it's not that dirty. You know, it's not... I didn't yeah, feel like it was... Clean. I didn't feel like it was dirty. Yeah, it's not great. Um, everyone was really nice. Uh, it was just overall a great, a great experience, you cool. know? I mean, cool. I've been to Seattle several times, sure. um, but it's still, it's a great place. So thank you to all the listeners in Washington and Seattle. We got actually quite a few people that listen from down there. Um, they treated us right. Uh, it was, it was great. It was awesome. I got really nothing bad to Looked say. Fun. Yeah, it was, we had a lot <laughs> really of fun. fun. And we got two like sunny days in a row, which like, oh man, dude, is not it's normal. beautiful out there when it's like oh, that. It was so nice. And that was the day we went down to, uh. Uh, the Pike Place and all that stuff. Oh, so and it was feeling good. Yeah. It was feeling good all but, the way But around. my sister did say, um, and shout out to Brian, my boy Brian, who drove up from Portland to come visit us, and he lived there for a little bit, that it's uh, it looks like a little dead. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, not as many people around. it doesn't around. have the buzz that it kind of normally yeah, does. a lot of people are working from home, I'm sure. A lot of people are just not out and about, Yeah, you know, doing that thing. So it's pretty, pretty quiet in that. I mean, it's still a lot of people for me, you know, mm-hmm. for Alaska. It was... Compared to no one here, it was yeah. cracking. Yeah, you know. Yep. But it was nice. It was nice. So cool. we're thinking about making it annual. My yeah. sister wants us to go down. And mm-hmm. Now that they got the hockey, you know, and the football, and that was my first football game. That oh, I really? Been, yeah, that was my first NFL oh, game. Oh man, it was cool, man. Good venue to go to for a football game because they're ridiculously loud there. It was. It's like it, it's almost kind of obnoxious, actually. It was really loud. When you get into it, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The one thing I, that I did realize is there's so many breaks. Like between, well, yeah. There's so much dead time. Yeah. yeah, there's like commercial breaks when you're watching the game live. Yeah, would normally on your TV go to a commercial, but it yeah, it's just but like there. It's just pause like, and like what's going on. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Whereas like in the hockey game, there's barely any pauses. Well, there is a lot of skate. The skater people come out and clean the ice, mm-hmm. but in the soccer game, there's zero pause. And shout out to those people that are like leading the songs, and the flag waving and all that stuff. Like it is nonstop for like ninety minutes. Yeah. Yep. And people are singing and jumping, and it's just like a like a party. Well, know? and it's a different flow. A football game stops and goes, stops and goes. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a, a hockey or soccer game flows and just kind of keeps going back and forth and back and forth. It has stoppages, of course, mm-hmm. but not as frequent as play, stop, play, stop, play, stop. So a football game can be kind of like you kind of lose focus on a football game. If yeah. you're not paying attention to like what the stoppages are and what they mean, and knowing like when to look, be ready to, for the game to come back on and stuff. Yeah. So you need to go to a couple of games live before you actually like figure out the flow and kind of almost how to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the longest event. It's, it's like pretty a much whole like an all day, day, dude. Yeah, it's like an all day event. And you just are absolutely gassed after a game. Yeah, and we I went mean, straight from gassed. the football game to the hockey game. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh man, two in a, a day. Oh, it was just boom, boom. Oh, you must have been dead the next day. The next day, yeah, we were dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had to be, dude. Oh, yeah, we were dead. That's a long day. Yeah, we were dead. And my buddy Brian came in oh that night, God, dude. So it was like I couldn't just, like, bitch out and go oh, home. It was like, and, and, better like, turn it up another notch. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, we did. Just we showed did. up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> We sure did. Dust yourself off. And, and it was Halloween. It was Halloween. So oh, it was fun. like, you know, lots of outfits everywhere. And, you know, 
it was it was cool. Yeah. But I didn't know like I got there on on uh Friday or whatever and I was like, "Oh, there's a bunch of people like dressed up like Halloween." And my sister was like, "No. That's just how they are." <laughs> <laughs> We sat down in this place, and I look over, and I was like, oh, man, it's the girl from Adam's family. Like, she's just straight up, like, in the black dress with the braided hair, like, down, yeah. you know, like that. Like, in a noose. Just, like, like straight, like, white, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like pale as can be. And I was like, oh, she's already dressed up for Halloween, you know. And my sister's like, no, that's just how they are out here. And I was like, oh. Whoops. Yeah. I'm just a boy from Alaska. I guess I don't get out much. Yeah, she's like, stop staring. <laughs> Uh, well, that's cool, man. I always like to hear um, of folks from Alaska. The because obviously for us to get out of here, we have to fly out like everywhere we go. And Seattle's the closest kind of you know city in America that we can you know visit. Yeah, um, obviously big cities between us and Canada and stuff. But um, everybody's experience is different from when they get their first chance to get out since like COVID crap. Yeah, I've yet to travel. We got a trip planned to Hawaii in February, so that'll be my first time and be a solid year plus um but i'm looking forward to it i'm ready now to finally up until now i've been good with the idea of just staying home stay in the state we got lots to do here yeah i'll never get bored out here so yeah. i don't need to travel really but i do have a hankering for like just something different and and you know getting the family together and doing that vacation thing and i'm looking forward to it finally so yeah it was and, great. and i think it's like really it sounds like it's gotten easier or more accepted to the what the process is for traveling with COVID and the whole shit. Yeah. You know, so. I well, mean, now there's like an app. Yeah. There's like an app just where you like can a lot have more all your stuff out on now. there. Yeah, yeah. And just you just like have like a, a scan code and an app for everything that you mm. just go do it, and it's all set on one. Boom, boom, boom. But have your phone charger, because if your yeah. phone dies and you can't show a picture of your, of your Vax card or whatever, you're not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, you better keep your phone charged for everything. Yeah. yeah. So that was the main thing, especially if you're trying to take pictures and videos and share your story and all this shit. Like yeah. your phone dies. Yes. So, but it was it was great. It was really 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 good. It was really fun. Thank you to uh, all the people that we met up with out there and showed us a great time. It was really really awesome. Um, a couple quick reminders. Um, we do are we are in the plan of setting up the uh, game meet party. Um, the date is February nineteenth. I think that we decided that we're going to cap it at uh, 50 couples or 100 people um, mm. for the venue that we're oh, going to do. Okay. Um, speaking with Rena and them. So be on the lookout th for that because the tickets is going to be first come, first serve really quick. And uh, we're lining up a bunch of really cool prizes and all that stuff. So keep that um, in your uh, in your calendar there, February 19th, the day after the draws come out on the 18th. Excuse me. Yeah, that uh, draw application... Period just started. Oh, it opened up already? I've been geeking so hard, dude. <laughs> I already know, but I like... Like, what else? What I learned more, I yeah. Like, I've, I I started peeling back more layers and... I've kind of gone away <sighs> from, like... Like, you... I, I know that you, you just put in for so many, and you're just like, this and that, and this and this and that, yeah. maybe this and maybe that, maybe this and that. And I just know that I can't do all that. I can't do all those. So I'm like, okay, well, what do I really want? What can, wanna, really what can do, I yeah. really focus yeah. on? What are some real realistic dates that I can go on? Um, 
and narrow it down to those. Like, yeah. you know, we mm-hmm. have our goat that we want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll say that, but then I'm like, I got the goat I want to do, and then I got the moose, and then I got to get the caribou, well, and like, I'm going to go on the sheep hunt. If, you, if we drew that goat, it would, like, prioritize over, like, a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. It would be like, hey, I'm going to save time for that because I got this tag that yeah. I'll probably never get again or be a long time. Yeah. So you'll, like, make it happen. And that's where I'm at with some of these. Like, I'm so diehard, I want to get a goat. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going all in. I'm trying to get a goat tag. I mean, I do every year, but I'm going to spread my love out a little bit. But I'm still partying with you on that one, for sure. Yeah, it's and then I wonder, like, the people, sometimes here and there, you'll be like, oh, man, do you hear so-and-so? He got all three or all four. And you're like, dude, how can you even do all that? Oh, what the? It's, yeah. That's, like, it's kind of spendy. Yeah. I hope I have that problem. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got something else I don't even know what to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm super we'll excited about the youth, the youth caribou hunt yeah. that hopefully, you know, my son or um, Trent's daughter, Livy, gets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Corman's kids put in. Or Corman Mason yeah. putting in too. Oh, yeah. Definitely in Reagan. Oh, that'd yeah. be awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, like, I think for us, Kennedy just got lucky because, man, the percentage is low for the draws on those. But um, no, those would be. Those would be those are the best. We already know that, like what what that trip can be. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it'll be fun. The meat party, the gathering. We'll have all these folks in there. Somebody in there is gonna have drawn something, probably. Yeah. Or we can. And whoever you know, one of us, you can cry on my kids. shoulder about another you know year past where you didn't get a draw, and I'm like, oh, I got another one. You know, hope I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not crying, <laughs> gloating. <laughs> so that's what you do when you get a tag. You gloat. You're like, yep. I got one. Like, I kind of get one every other year, so I know. Well, it's funny that when they come out, you're like, you look yourself up first, and then you're like, all right. Oh, duh. Let me yeah. see Brandon. Let me see Jack. Let me see yep. Carl. Let me see these guys. Let me yeah. see these guys. And you're the one telling them, like, oh, man, you struck out. And they're like, what? Yeah. I haven't like, looked yet. my email. I'm like, yeah, sorry, bro. You struck out. Like, don't do this again next year, man. I'll find out for myself. <laughs> I know it's like, like all right, my bad. Yeah, well, people <laughs> get up. Some people get up at five and six, seven or eight, and then yeah. you're checking, and then of course the you don't realize that that doesn't get updated till like nine. Oh yeah. So at every least. day, yeah. So people are like on that midnight, like oh, it's not out. It must yeah, be. I've been that guy, and everyone like, else is out doing no. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just don't, you just don't, uh, just be patient. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that though. Um, so we kind of wanted to highlight uh, some of the podcasts that we got coming up. Yeah. Um, let me pull up my you notes. You got the list there? Yeah, let me pull up my notes real quick here. Yeah, we've got a really great slate. Um, great slate. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> of uh, guests uh, lined up. We've got, I feel really good about how we structured the end of our year. Mm-hmm. And, and we really focused on finishing strong while we're still working into our full year of uh, being up and running with Alaska Wild Project um, as we wrap up 2021 as a calendar year, I guess. Is that what you call those calendar mm-hmm. years? Yeah. Um, I think we've set up a nice, strong finish. And, and our podcast has gotten stronger. Our, our organization has gotten stronger. And um, having an outlook for the next six weeks is really, really exciting. Like the summer was kind of crazy because we were just like flying by the seat of our pants, man. And it's hard to get people because everybody's doing shit. Well, now at the end of the year, everybody's all of a sudden available. And it's like, oh, cool. 
we got this guest that we'll cover this, but I'm stoked, man. And I'm glad we put it together. And I have this like really cool, like, uh, excitement about, um, like not knowing how this thing was going to go over the year and how it's grown and how we, what we've gotten to. Yeah. And the fact that we like got all these folks at the end where it was such a struggle to get anybody in the front, you know? Yeah, we're like, oh, we don't like, know what oh, we're doing, no. but we'd like you to come in and yeah, talk to yeah. us. Uh, like, we're not dude. sure where this is going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, Studio's still under construction, so it'll give us another week or two. Yeah, but still, <laughs> are you in? <laughs> really love for you to come in here. And there's actually been uh, a lot who, of... Who are lo- you guys again? <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of great podcasts. I mean, there's, there's several good ones. We're on episode 36. Six. 36. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kevin's was a banger. Kevin was good. Yeah. Kevin was really good. Oh, man. Yeah, it's gaining traction. As and we go. and I'm very hopeful for, you know, I'm constantly asking uh, people on social media, who can we reach out to? Who would you like to hear from? Yeah. What kind of topics? Yeah. So a big thank you to everyone that's responded. Um, and if you haven't responded, shoot us an email or, uh, you know, a message on Instagram and just be like, hey, this guy would be awesome. Like, for example, I just got a message last night um, about uh, the, the guy that got attacked by that bear. And, you know, this is one of the topics that we wanted to do where we're going to, we want to do an Alaska bear story podcast where it's just like, you know, a series of bear stories of close attacks or an attack or things like that. Mm, Close calls. And so I just started like on our little notes, just put on like, this guy has a good story. And so look, look forward to that. We're going to want to do a story, uh, you know. Just where they call in or they come in and just tell us their story. Yeah, in whether depth, it's in look depth at on what it. their experience was like. Yeah. Yeah. The best that they can tell the story, right? Yeah. I remember I always used to, when we used to go uh, hunting and camping and fishing and stuff when I was little, that was the book I would always read. I was always reading The Alaska Bear Tales. It's probably the worst thing you yeah, can do what, as a kid. Why, would, why are you reading that? I would just like, be so freaked out reading that book. I avoided you know? that book. Oh, man. So I was like, no, no. I already know the shit can happen, but I need to hear about... Like, how did that just not make you just hyper-sensitive and, like, freaked out about every corner and every branch that broke in the woods? Like, I think it, I think it, I think it did, and then, but I do think that it helped me because I don't really, I don't let it creep in, you know? A lot of people do. A lot of people mm. let it creep in, and they're mm. really, really afraid of it, and they're yeah. really, really Now they're worried. losing focus on what they should be thinking about. Yeah, and you yeah. can't sleep and things like that. And, like, I, I'm just like, well, I'm, I'm trying to be one with nature out here and just be yep. a positive and, you know, not, not, you know, it's, it can happen where you're sleeping in the tent and, Absolutely. you know, and one comes up, you know, obviously that one this past at the trail river that came and I had to come out the tent and spook yeah, it off, was. you know, where it's literally like rubbing against the tent. Uh, but that's far and few between, you know, it's sure it's going to happen, but to let it just like, totally consume your mind yeah that's like the wrong way go full freak out on it yeah because you can get freaked out you can get super freaked out you know and especially you know you get freaked out if you go on a solo whatever if you're on a solo fishing yeah that's the worst part then then you're you're really freaked out you know yeah yeah and then it ruins your whole experience you don't want to do that yeah so again you read the book why or just I just I was you know, suspense or yeah man I just like. want to read them I don't know why I would I don't I just want to read them so I'm like camping reading that and you know yeah. Alaska Bear tells one or two I don't know who the author was or whatever but I don't know why I would just want to read it well I think there's always going to be interest sparked 
in anybody's encounter with a bear. I think it's just a natural, like, instinct of ours to be like, ooh, what, what, what did he or she go through? Because, like, I fear that. You know, like, every freaking human, especially anybody that frequents the woods. Yeah. Like, that crosses their mind. Of course. And it should. It should. I mean, you should be aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. We'll have to get... We'll have to get some good intel on some folks that we can bring in um, on that because, you know, there. I think there's obviously room for folks to, like, fabricate shit and make it sound worse than what it was. And Yeah. And I think, think yeah. somebody comes in here with a scar on their arm and they're like, whoa, okay, you really had a close call. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so then if you if you know someone or you, yeah. have you heard of a story, you know, shoot us their contact or their info or whatever because we're trying to compile that up. I think it would be a really great oh, series. Yeah, always. Um, you know, of just things, you know, maybe we'll just every Halloween we'll put it up. (laughs) (laughs) Scare the shit out of everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Well, after everyone's like done, you know, camping and fishing and being in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. There's not too many people that are out there camping at this point in the year. Yeah. Only the diehards, man. Yeah. A couple gangsters out there. Yeah. I'm going to go look for a brown bear this weekend, actually. You are? Come to think, talk about bear tails. Yeah. Well, it just kind of happened today. It was, it's a deer hunt, but we're gonna go on Montague and oh, and there's get up a in specific there? location that we got a little queued up on that might um, harbor some some brownies. So we'll see. I'm really excited about it. Got my juices flowing pretty hard. Just what you need. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> another bear. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I just any chance that I have the opportunity, we can just even go out and find one and glass it. Yeah, I get excited about that, especially brown bears too. You know what I mean? Get out and. See black bears pretty frequently. Seems like you can kind of go anywhere and, you know, if you bring a pair of binoculars and look hard enough, you can find something. But um, those brown bears in particular, I've never seen one. And actually, it's funny. I just, Eric just sent me a, I think it was a Facebook post of a gentleman that went out with his boy. And um, they're deer hunting his boy. I want to say it could be messing the story up. But I think the overall is that the kid was like, Ahead of his dad, crested over a, a rise. Um, dad crests the rise. Son disappears for a second. Son now comes running back mm. over the rise toward his dad with a bear in tow charging. Oh, my and God. And the dad puts the, the brown bear down. And so, you know, here their deer hunt. A Montague turns into, you know, a bear charge and kill. And so, um, for me, I just would love to see those kind of old ancient brown bears that live on that island, you know? I always think about, like, bazillions of years ago when that, like, chunk of land, like, tore away and became Montague. Mm-hmm. Those brown bears on there, like, stayed on there. And so, you know, they're they're those, like, original bears. They're not, they're not like goats or deer where they were transplanted. They're bears of the original. So, but they swim, too. From Oh, of course they do. I have no doubt. But I, I guess what I'm getting at is that I just, if I could just go out there and just see one, it'd be... A huge enough. Win. Oh my god! Yeah. Fill that void, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. If I get an opportunity, and we're going to be deer hunt, so it's going to be still a deer hunt, but yeah, this specific area sounds like it might have um, some real good habitat for those bears to be uh, nice in the area. So I'm excited about it. Um, but uh, before we went uh, move forward on our uh, subject, I was going to take a quick break for the sponsors. Sure. Uh, Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. 
Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords while always maintaining the deep, rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com. And you must be 21 years old to enter that store. Thank you. No Vax card needed, though. Serrano's Mexican (laughs) Grill. Since 2008, Serrano's has anchored its own new generation of old casino. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display traditional flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, Serrano salsas, carne asada marinades, and chorizo. But... Don't take their word for it. Experience the tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights. New Tequila Bar is on the Northern Lights. And check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you anytime, day or night. Hit them up at their main locations, Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, and Fairbanks. That's tailoredrestorationalaska.com. You do not have to be 21 years of age to enter their store in case office. I've never actually been in there. Do they have like a... They have a really nice place. Yeah. They have like a a nice hot headquarters, like administrative office. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor's got, he's, Trent's got to set up nice. Yeah, I haven't been in there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so our year-end, I don't want to say year-end review, but our, our, our overview of, uh, you know, finishing a, uh, what was an interesting 2021. I mean, 20 was definitely really tough. 21 presented a lot of challenges, but through and through, we had a great year. And uh, we've literally got a great guest list lined up, and we're excited to um, share a little information on that. Yep, we got a lot of guests already ready to go all the way up until the end of December, and then we have a lot, a lot of people that we're already in contact with for uh, the fall, for 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's anyone that you feel like, hey, you know, you should talk about this or a topic, like always, just hit us up, and we will we will reach out to those these guys and, and get them on. Um, we definitely are trying to expand as much as we can. Uh, we're not just hunting and fishing. There's mm-hmm. obviously a lot of uh, other topics that we want to cover. Um, so you know, wh- wh- whatever it is, you know, let us know, and 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 we'll and we'll try to make it happen. You know, we want to be here for the voice for Alaska and and things that you want to hear about. Um, so let's keep it rolling. Um, next week, I'm very excited about next week. Oh, me too. Um, this is, uh, we have uh, Mike Morgan and Chris Olds. Um, these boys are Iron Dog racers. Um, if you're not familiar with the Iron Dog, it is uh, pretty much like the Iditarod, but with snow machines, and it's very intense. 
Um, and I'm, I have several questions for these guys. As I'm not the obviously, if you've heard in, in our, some of our in our Vmax Patreon episode, I'm not the best uh, snow machiner, as we call it up here in Alaska. Um, but a lot of my buddies are, a lot of my friends, almost all my friends are big snow machine guys. And um, but this is next level. Oh man, the highest. This is next um, level. The Iron Dog Boys is next level. And so Mike Morgan and Chris Olds, um, I think they ride for Team Polaris? Polaris for sure. Team Polaris. Yeah, big time. Um, so no no offense to any of the other teams or anything like that, but we just have a contact with these guys, and we're going to bring them in and yeah. and see see what it's about. Um, so you told me Mike and Chris have won the race before? Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> I'm just going to throw it out there because I feel like this information is – semi-accurate that they've finished in the top five the last five years in a row and i think they've won twice got it and i'm thinking they like finished second and third or like second or like they're just in the run yeah you know what i mean at the end in the mix yeah with with i'm pretty damn sure i feel like i should know and I, i i guess it's more i've just had casual conversations with with mike um Texted him back and forth today about the podcast. They're super excited to come in. Um, they were supposed to be here today. They got delayed, unfortunately. I think uh, Mike works construction on Cordova. So, mm. you know, weather delays things. You got to wait and work it later. I mean, I can only imagine. Yeah. Totally understood. And he's like, bro, I'm stuck out here. I'm like, man, I get it. It's all good. Like, we want to get you boys in here. Yeah. We want to hear it. We want to hear it from the, from the main guys that are experiencing this thing and tell us the process and um it's always been something that uh has been interested i've been interested in but i never followed it to the level of like fully understanding its history or um really what it like goes into i i know that like if you just like finish the damn thing it's a win yeah you know just to finish it without busting your shit and getting stuck in a village and getting flown out um so for these guys to be able to compete at such a high level it's like, man, they must have some shit dialed in. And, oh, yeah, and it'd be yeah. great to hear about that and the trials and tribulations and yep. what these guys go through and the commitment level that it takes. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Uh, Mike and Chris, we're ready for you boys. Yeah. And so any of these guests that we have coming up, and this is kind of the point uh, to let you guys know who we got coming and maybe what kind of questions you have for some of these people, or if this is a topic or, or someone that you've been interested in or you're following them on social media and you've always wanted to find out whatever, or whether it's serious or funny or whatever, yeah, you know, let us know. Um, and we'll ask the question and see, you yeah. know, see what these guys say. Or even it'd be fun too. maybe have a guy hit us up that knows me, maybe knows these guys real good. Oh yeah. With we'll the funny story. We'll, we'll ask you about up, this. We'll call you up, man. And you can share a quick one with these guys or something. Yeah. Arctic um, man 95. Remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that'll be a good one. That'll so the, one. we got the iron dog guys um, coming on. So thank you to Chris and uh, Mike for coming out. Yep. And then, yep. so that, that podcast uh, you can expect, uh, to be out, I want to say, pull up that calendar real yeah, quick. Yeah, that'd be the, like a 16th release, I think. Uh, 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 no, uh, re- the 15th. Monday. Yeah, the, Monday. The my bad. My bad. 15th. Yep. yep. So, yep. so yep. November 15th, you can expect uh, Mike Morgan and Chris Olds um, from Team Polaris, uh, Iron Dog Race Boys coming in. And then the week after that, or that week we're recording, and the week after that, you can expect Lee Bowling. Mm. Um, he is from Single Track Advocates. Yeah, the um, uh, mountain bike and fat tire bike trail boys. Yep. 
Yep. And so, gals. Yep. Pull Boys up their girls. pull up their yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah, real sure. quick. Sure. Um, so Lee Bowling is a big part of the single track advocates, and uh, as that that bike scene is growing and growing and growing. Um, we definitely want to get these guys in who are doing really awesome stuff for all these trails out here in Anchorage. Um, I'm not sure if they're doing things um, outside of Anchorage, but that'll definitely be one of the questions that we're going to ask them. Um, so we got Lee Bowling that's going to come in and kind of highlight all the all the ways that we can help them. And I'm pretty sure they're a part of the click give uh, pick click give deal. Um, mm. So you can give some of your money to some really local local people that are setting all these trails up for all these riders, man. And this is, this is something that, I mean, everyone rides bikes, uh, but it, it can get really intense and, and get to a next level. Uh, as more and more of my friends have these bikes, I'm just kind of really jelly to uh, get one of these bikes. <laughs> um, I really want one. I really want one. I want to ride in, the, I really want to ride in the winter. It's really good for my bad knee. Um, I can't I can't play soccer or run or do all this stuff anymore with my knee. But this is one activity that you can do for the rest of your life. You know, you could pretty much ride a bike, go swimming, and play golf. Late, late, late. Yeah, truth, so, truth for sure. You know, I, I probably will never be the guy that's all in tights and the bright high-vis and all that stuff. But, you know, I do, I do want to get out and ride some of these trails. Yeah. I mean, I still go on it with my little old school, little skinny, skinny tire bike. Do they call it that? Skinny tire bike? Regular tire bike. Mountain bike. (laughs) (laughs) I think we call that a mountain bike. Yeah. Back in the nineties. So definitely if you have any questions for us, for the single track advocate boys, um, and this girls. Is, and girls. And this is a really good topic that I think Jack's going to be highlighting. Oh, yeah. And, He's and, really excited about that. Um, and it's just kind of, you know, spread our wings a little bit on what they got going on. Um, and so any of these people, if you're not following them, them obviously they're on they're on Instagram, Single Track Advocates. Um, building trails, maintaining trails, opening new trails, and getting people out there exercising in the wintertime. And they also do it in the summer, and they're making all these trails. As we look at their at their photo, look at that little ramp thing. That looks oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of labor and, and cost that goes into producing something like that. Yeah. No, I, I mean, this is cool because I'm not a real hardcore avid mountain biker. And I, I'm not here to say I wouldn't, like, I'm not going to. I, I love riding my mountain bike. I just... I'm not like out there every day or, you know, there's, there's guys out there got that thing on their rack on the back of their car, man. And they're just hitting trails every day after work and on lunch breaks and stuff. And that's awesome. And that's why these guys exist, man. Yep. They were these guys like that, that and, and gals that they love and they're so passionate about it that they're like, well, let's like start making the trails better and let's, let's, let's expand this. So it's cool, man, because there's a lot of area and this is another thing that's like cheap, Outside of expensive bikes, but once you get the bike yeah. or the or the toy, I mean, instead of you sitting at home on your computer, iPad, or a video game, throw your kid out on one of these trails, they'll love it, yeah. right? And you could pretty much ride from anywhere in Anchorage. There's yeah. east side trails, yeah. south side, west side, all over the place. There's trails all over. Um, probably more than you even know that there are, and we'll get into that with these yeah. guys. Yeah, and Lee, Lee can, can elaborate on, like, what the – what the um the vision is for this and um i'm excited man because like it's another really cool unique aspect of what alaska wild project is the alaska wild lifestyle the unique lifestyle the uniqueness to being here and like all the cool things that are available to you in your backyard and these guys are the perfect example of that yep 
It's just know? a different culture that we want to like highlight. Literally in your backyard, though. Yes. Yeah. Like there's trails just like right there. So. Yeah. Yep. Nonprofit organization, single track advocates. Super excited to get these boys in and girls to talk about all that biking stuff that's going on. I'm really excited about the 23rd, um, which would be uh, the 30th, uh, excuse me, 29th release. 29th? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Oh, Erica. Uh, Alaska Outdoor Girl. Dude, she is. She is all the time. Go, go, go. I can't go, wait go, to ask go, her. Go. I'm like, I want to know how much time. I want to know if she you works. Spend, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think she does. I want to know how much time you spend on your cell phone to, like, because I'm, I am so horrible with phones and computers. Daniel, you know that. Like, Instagram for me is just like, I mean, I'm struggling <laughs> to to do a, a post or a or a story. And you, you see my shit so amateur, you know. And then this girl's just like multiple times a day with like awesome content yeah like this isn't just like oh look at me look at me look at me on instagram like she no she's this is stuff she does this is her lifestyle this is what she actually is all about and i'm sure she has a job and all that stuff and and but i'm like man how do you do that and then spend all the time on your phone making all this yeah she wants just be a whiz at that part yeah um yeah alaska man, outdoor girl out is, there, dude. is and highlighting all that um, South Central area, Kenai Peninsula, um, Soldatna area, and all the climbs and all the hikes and all the, all the, um, the uh, what's the word I want to look foraging? Yeah, dude, she's picking. she's got some some recipes and some berries and and all these things that she does is. I'm really, I really actually have a lot. I hope she brings us some jam, actually. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't hurt to ask. But I'm sure she's climbed all those peaks and all that stuff out there. I'm excited to bring her in and talk to her about all those has. all those peaks and all those all those climbs and and she's just out she's there flying around it. all over. And I, I, what I really appreciate about what she does in as I've entered that this realm of social media, and I'm like super new at it still, you know. Um, she is really promoting what really cool shit there is out there to do in Alaska that is like just a drive away or a quick flight away. I mean, she's flying around all over the place. She's driving around. She's fishing. She's land. She's in a plane landing on this glacier doing this, that, and the other. And I'm like, man, like if you were trying to come to Alaska and you're like, man, what should I like do? Follow her. Yeah, <laughs> She'll her. show you what to do. And yeah. I'm sure she'd be more than happy to tell you how to do it and who to call and all that stuff. I mean, she's well, I think that's doing the it. I think that's the point of her of her whole page is just to show you all these things that are possible mm-hmm. that you can do out here, you know, and day trips all day oh, that she's oh, doing. Um, places that you know, on just looking at a little thing, her recipes and and just the foraging you can do, and so you know, Erica's going to be a great a great. Uh, addition to the lineup as far as i mean i'm probably gonna ask a bunch of questions on what i oh, want to do and go oh hike man out there i've got like questions that. i've already got a notepad i'm like all right man she's gonna get peppered <laughs> she's ready though man she's stoked so yeah that's great so alaska outdoor listen. girl on instagram um and her podcast uh what do we say it's gonna come out on oh, the um, let me look at the calendar the, oh, again the 30th 
November 30th. Uh, the, tw- the 29th. 29th. Yes. 29th. Yeah, I'm looking at December. And these are all tentative. If something comes up or someone oh, sure, can't make sure, it, we're well, going to have to flip the script. And like, like tonight? Yeah, like, like tonight. <laughs> yeah. You, you crawled in from Seattle yesterday, and then Jack's out concussed. I was like, oh. oh. And then <laughs> these guys couldn't gonna, get out of Cordova. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, right, well, what are we going to do here? I guess we're – well, I tell you what we are going to do. We're still going to do a podcast. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, it's been our goal to be consistent uh, week week in and week out yeah, with this. I think yeah. that's very important, and uh, I feel like the people are appreciating that. So, yeah. I mean, thank you to everyone for listening. Sticking it's, it's, it out with us, man. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of work to come here and do this and it's a edit big commitment. it and do all this stuff it's and a big be, commitment. have a presence on social media and all that stuff. So thank you for that, you know, and, yeah. and, and for support purposes, there's still a lot of hoodies and I mean, they're selling like crazy, um, yeah, shirts lately and hoodies. We've got a lot of orders. Yeah. I think people I are like, it. Oh, winter's coming. I need a hoodie. Yep. I need a new hoodie. Yep. Um, and the orders are coming in from all over the state yeah. and all over the country. I was like, damn, there's like quite an influx all of a sudden. Like yeah. people are just, uh, happen to catching it. I don't, I mean, getting the word, I'm not sure, but man, buy it up and get it out. It's, it's nice stuff. Yeah. It's good gear. Yeah, it's, it's good, look. high quality so, stuff. So Everything's is is uh, high quality. This isn't that Walmart stuff. This is stuff that's going to last you yeah, forever. It's all, fit, it's all fitted nice and yeah. Um, but I did get a complaint. Oh, really? That we don't have the four, dad hat. Forex. From oh. my boy, Big Kyle. Shout out to Kyle Sellers. Oh, man, he is a big hoss. He's like, I've been supporting you for all these years and all this time, and you can't ever make me a Forex. <laughs> And poor guy, dude. We're all over Seattle, like going in all these stores, you know, Patagonia, Phil. Oh, I was like, look at this jacket. And he's like, ah, oh, these guys are fat shamers. These guys don't have any forex in here for me. <laughs> he said the only brand that they, that makes big boy sizes is Columbia. Oh, so when you look at his stuff, it's all Columbia because they make <laughs> only big the pits. And that was a store we didn't go to. Oh, I was like, oh man. And they got like a really good store in Seattle too. Yeah. Yeah, they got some really cool stores in Seattle, man. That Feathered Friends oh. store was pretty legit. Oh, um, that's where you can actually like go see the sleeping bags and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Outdoor oh. Research, Filson, dude. There's just yeah, they're all there. Yo, you can I'd spend love to go so much feathered money. Friends. Man, I want to get. I want to. I'm thinking about. I want to get one into one of those bags, man. Those Feathered Friends. I mean, I don't know. I've seen you guys it's out nice. so lofty in those sleeping bags. Dude. <laughs> it's fully lofted. Just fully lofted, man. Like. My shit's not lofty like that. Yeah. No well, but you heard Kevin, man. He said that Kafaru. Yeah. That yeah, slick bag is is pretty slick, dude. It is slick. The Peters boys are rocking that thing. Yeah. That thing's pretty I'm legit. I don't know about track. that center zip, man. I think I twist around and get so much, man, I might get like claustrophobic. And you know what would be badass, attack. man, is if the folks at Kafaru just threw a couple up here, give us a shout, let us try them out. I'll like get it. it, I'll swoop that shit up. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, because I really Yo do. Yo, Snyder, send a couple of slip bags. I, I, I mean, I, mean, I really want to, like, man, I want to try one, but I, I, like, I wish I could just, like, take it for a test drive. <laughs> yeah, there is no a big commitment. Bag, man. No, there isn't. They there should. You, gotta... you should be able to, like, rent a sleeping bag just to see. Because, I mean, that's a, you know, $500 to $1,000 purchase. Unless you're a Peters. Depends on what you get. Drink to me. And drink. you don't want to get in someone else's sleeping bag, dude. That's, like, that's weird. It's like wearing someone else's underwear. Or using someone's toothbrush. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. We were in there drilling and stuff and like oh, my sweating. Bags, no. yeah, and my bag's a, Some guys pee at night. I'm not going to call you out. You don't call them fart sacks for nothing, man. <laughs> fart sacks? Fart sack? <laughs> <laughs> I got I've a little graphic. 
Uh, I never. That's, what, heard of that's that. what they're called in our moose camp. Yikes! The fart sack. The fart sack. Yeah. Oh my god! Now that I gave everybody a really gnarly yep. visual. You're welcome. Yep. You're welcome. That's what we do at AWP. And I, you know what? I'm going to ask all these people. What's actually? I'm curious. What the Iron Dog Boys? What kind of sleeping bag they rock? Yeah, and I know like they are like staying overnight at spots outside, like, right? No, or are they or, like, going heated into- in heated and stuff? But I, I'm just thinking there's got to be nights where you're stuck out on the trail. Yeah, if you break down, you got to be ready to stay. <laughs> night. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. it is winter, heavy, heavy I guess winter. We're gonna, I guess we're gonna find out. Yeah, we'll add that to the question. So another, we're talking about Iron Dog. It's ironic. Um, so a recording set for uh, what the release on I think would be the sixth. December 6th. Uh, yeah, Ron Payne, that wet dog race. Yep. So That's... I'm like, you guys broke the news to me on that, I think, like, what, like a month ago or three weeks ago or something? I'm like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, oh, it's like Iron Dog, but on a jet ski. I'm like, holy fuck, that's awesome. Because I've heard of guys doing long expedition rides, and there's, like, some crazy dudes and gals around the globe that, like, travel around and do wild expeditions on jet skis and in shark-infested waters in different countries where they get, like, boarded or, you know, they got some crazy stuff. But Alaskan waters are just wicked. And On a jet ski? Oh, man, ocean? I wish I could remember. Was it Jack that told us what the route was going to be? Well, they've had several routes. They've had several routes. Yeah. Um, and I want to say, about I wanna and say I just, that, I and, uh, and, notes, and, and just a weird coincidence, like Ron, Ron is a maintenance guy for the Anchorage School District. Um, he happened to be at... Wonder Park, where I work at. Uh, oh, you're the one that got this one. He was um, fixing the like PA system in the gym, and I just got to talking with him, and he was the wet dog guy. And we've been wanting to have somebody on about this after we heard of it. And if you haven't heard of wet dog race, go ahead and Google wet dog or uh, YouTube wet dog race, and it kind of just highlights um, what these guys are doing on on these on these jet skis where they're traveling from like Anchorage all the way to like Kodiak doing crazy, just crazy. I don't know. Insane. It's just insanity. Well, it's, it's just an extreme expedition race via jet ski in treacherous Alaskan coastal yeah. waters. Yeah. And it sounds like a logistical like nightmare. <laughs> Big time. You know, because you got to pull into these little towns and these little places and, and right, villages. And, the Alaskan and, wet dog race, man. So... Here so the last is, time they had one, because there's like a YouTube. Oh man, they're well, all on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. Yeah, play that real quick. Play Let's it? just okay. play it. Yeah, yeah, quick. sure. Let's just see. I don't know if they'll have any. It's only 42 seconds. Um, I don't want it to have any sounds. I'm gonna. I'll turn it up. Let's hear what they say. Okay. Um, wetdograce.com YouTube. Whittier, Kodiak, Chiniga, Seward, Port Graham, Anchor Point, Kenai, Williams Point. Oh, dude, they jump over to, Williams, over to Kodiak? All the way around Kodiak, Old Harbor, Alitic Bay, Down the, the Chigan. Chain. Jesus, Sand Point. Going to Dutch Harbor? King Cove, Cold Bay, Falls Pass. Then they oh, circle that shit. all the way back up the Aleutians to Igigek, to Naknak. Up the river to Up the Ili-Amna. river to Iliamna? Holy shit. That's insane, 2,000 miles, bro. On a jet ski. With the crazy changes in seas and weather and stuff that like happens constantly, I mean, look at that Damn. cross—the cross from uh, Kodiak 
That chunk right there. That chunk that's right there, dude. That's sketchy, dude. That's hella that's sketchy, big, dude. big, big water. Yeah. Man, that is big water. So I don't know it how many how many guys map, how many guys do it or or what the dealie is with that, but we're gonna find out, man. We're gonna find yeah. what that find out what that is. Like so, I'll do like respect to Iron Dog, like that is and I did all, a rod and I did a rod and anything extreme expedition racing globally, like man, it you're a thug if you're into that. But this looks really, really, really dangerous. I mean, you can't just pull over and camp. Like, you can't just yeah, like, pull over and be oh, like, oh, oh this is. burned up. I'm, like, done. Radio in a part. Yeah. Not saying that's what they do in the iron. I'm just, you know, you can, like, you're a radio away. You're radio away here. But I'm just thinking of, like, making this cut across to Kodiak. You could be in, like, 20-foot rollers right there. You think they're just day. Mustang suited up? They got no, be. you see it? Uh, here, let me scroll. Ah, uh, let me. Go yeah, like here. Let me refresh press it. it back. Yeah, and then and then it shows the dude with like the look at that, like light and with the GPS. Oh wow! Yeah, dude, he's got a helmet, light forces, light forces and shit on there. Probably got giant fuel cans and 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 Ron was telling me that there's a group. I don't know if they've done it or they're trying to do. They're trying to circumference the whole Earth with a jet ski. There is a group in a show called Dangerous Waters. That's what it is. Those guys are way out of control into this. It's like the level. extremist level. What's the, I mean, what's like I the, watched an episode where they like went to Russia and their like Russian military or coast guard, like made them go to shore and like turn the shit in. And they were like stuck there for 10 days while they dealt with paperwork to get cleared to release. And then yeah. they got to like ship their jet skis to here to start here and then wait for the seas to die down. So they could even like, launch and then go through italy and like all, i mean i'm totally like way off on like any or the organization of that but i just yeah. have like randomly come across that watching tv where i'm like are these guys for real like are, they went up somewhere where they got like locked in the ice like ab up above the up above alaska like they were trying to do a run around or something and they got like ice logged from and alaska to russia got, yeah they're both boat got ice logged and they were like stuck and they had to get rescued wow by, by the like russian government or something and like i'm like wet Dude, dog race they are pushing it to the limit man i do think it could have a better name the wet dog race yeah yeah i don't know yeah i i, th I think i see what you're saying but it, it totally fits but though, it does it? iron dog i did a dog i did a rod it kind of it's the same yeah kind of deal but maybe wet dog the alaskan wet dog race the alaskan wet dog two thousand mile race man i'm excited to hear about that and, yeah uh, that's crazy that really? isn't rolling up the big lake and cruising around it's <laughs> <laughs> no. definitely not that no, no i mean they got to be ready uh, i mean you just bring some beef jerky on the thing or what what do you think you can't just I like mean, pull over and like jalapeno pull cheese out the polish pull <laughs> Do those jet skis have like you know how on the sled on the sleds the they have dogger? the hot dog? <laughs> I don't know, man, but my guess is they got this all figured out. Rations yep. and food and supply boats that are like in following or something out there. Yeah, gas stations, station, fuel stations. Fuel stations. Like it's it's got to be like an incredible amount of logistics and legwork that goes into the like background of how this is yeah managed and like put together. And I get I don't know one person that has done this mm -hmm. or knows more than me about this and we're bringing in the guy that's like doing it mm -hmm. so that's going to be a, an awesome awesome level. podcast 
um, for all you guys to listen to. Ron Payne from the Wet Dog Race. Give them a look. Give them a follow on Instagram. And then the one we got coming out after that, which is this 13th, is, which is highly December now, highly uh, one of the topics that a lot of people have been um, asking for. And so a lot of people know about this topic and it's avalanches. And so what we did, and, and come to find out, there's actually a lot of different educational avalanche places, learn to return, and all these other things. Um, but who we got coming in is the Ch- Chugach, Chugach National Forest Avalanche Center. So we got one of the representatives coming in there from the Chugach National Forest Avalanche Center. I believe they're Chugach Avi on uh, Instagram, Chugach Avi. Chugach. A-V-Y. A. Um, so they're going to come in and, and and give us the lowdown on this avalanche. And, and, I mean, rest in peace to a lot of people that we know Man, that dude. have passed away in avalanches. And, and, uh, it's like when and you she was actually, work. when I called her, when I called her, um, when I called her up to talk to her about it, um, she was really excited because I guess right now there's a lot of mixed use um, with people like early skiing, early riding, um, and hunters still out there and the snow conditions that are kind of crazy. Um, so definitely if you have any questions about, you know, avalanches or a story or something like that, let us know about that. Cause we're going to get all the info on that as, as more and more people, I guess she was saying that there's just more and more people that are getting out after it and climbing up there and climbing up these mountains and learning, you know, the dangers of it. Um, I think it's a very important topic. Yeah, I mean, there's people that are going out to go play in areas right now where at, you know, 500 to 1,500 feet, it's not, there's a little snow and it's come and gone and melted and maybe a few inches here and there. But there are areas, if you're playing around in the, you know, 4,000 foot plus mark, you're in probably several feet of snow, unstable snow. Yeah. Which is the most dangerous snow. I mean, that's really like, duh, like, you know, Captain Obvious. But I'm saying there's like no base to anything right now. It's way early if you're tr- tromping around or skiing. or yeah. I'm sure there's some really cool shit that people are doing. Um, yeah. Early season stuff, but, oh, man. So so Wendy was telling me that they're more like a forecast. Like they can oh. pretty much forecast. Um, like the seasons and when they're going to be like higher levels of danger. Exactly, and, yeah. exactly. So I think what we're going to have to do is we'll, we'll bring out them on like what are the things to look for. And then we're going to have to bring in someone else for what's the rescue. Oh, man. You know, that's, the rescue beacon, the, the whole deal uh, with all that. Um, yeah, as we, we technology get, improves and these beacons improve mm-hmm. and the probes improve. Yeah, and the safety protocol and training that goes into it. Um I myself am to some level like ashamed that I have not been through a course in the years um, in my youth, not that I'm an old guy, just in my younger years, playing around out there in the mountains on a snow machine, um, friends that I know that do some really extreme shit, you know, to include snow machining to even more extreme areas to snowboard and ski um, there's a large number of us that haven't gotten the proper training. And it's really kind of like, man, I feel like if you're going to play at that level, like do yourself a favor and do your friends and people you go with a favor 
and at least learn what to do in the god-awful event that somebody gets snagged in one of these fucking things. Because I think we can all say that we know somebody that's been taken by these damn avalanches. And, And in Alaska, it's very common because everything in Alaska is on end. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of mountains yeah, and uh, there's a lot of snow and there's a lot of areas for you to play in there. And unfortunately it, it happens. And, yeah. but there's a I lot have, of things that can, a lot of things that can be done to avoid it. Of course. And to minim, mitigate like the potential for loss. And yeah. like, um, you want another one? Um, I got one. Okay. Um, go ahead and grab it. But I have this weird, uh, I have this weird thing. I brought this topic up with my sister and my brother over the weekend. And, you know, as you get toasty and we're talking about, you know, our parents growing up, getting older and, 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 and people living and dying. I have this, um, this idea that I would rather, like if you could choose your death, I have this idea that I'd rather die an Alaskan death. And my sister was like, what does that mean? I said, well, there's several different kinds of Alaskan yeah, deaths. Yeah, deep, man, deep. You know, either you die in an avalanche, you drown in a river rafting, um, you Sounds know, you, awful, f- you freeze to death somewhere, you get mauled by a bear and die, um, you get trampled by a moose, you know, just like an Alaskan death where you're out there, you're probably doing something that you love to do, and then a mishap happens and you die in that mishap. I mean, I'd rather die that way than in some drunk driver hit me. Yeah, or, or rot in a in a you know or cancer bed or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, I got you. So yeah. it's like that's what I call an Alaska death. Mm, you know, and I don't yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people have probably thought about this. I get yeah, I kind of geek out on it. Yeah, a little bit, and it's just like oh man, when you think about it, would you rather die an Alaska death or would you rather you know die of cancer or die by a DUI or something yeah, like that? I mean, I think that's an easy. Easy answer. I mean, that's a great question, Daniel. I I guess I've thought about it now that you like put words out there that I'm listening to. It's kind of yeah. It's like ooh, that's kind of scary. It is scary. Talk about going out in a boat, you know, eighty miles offshore for. But then you hear this thing like, (laughs) oh well, you know, at least he or she died what she loves doing. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. You hear that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think there's like a level to that where it's like there's also like outdoing it and then being maybe in a potential sketchy situation and then being so unbelievably terrified that you don't want to die. Yeah. In that moment. <laughs> well, there's a like, lot of steps to avoiding that as we had Alaska boating yeah. safety on. If you haven't heard that episode, go back. Um and we'll have the avalanche people on and we'll have the bear tails on and mm-hmm. I mean Living an outdoor lifestyle, there's just many ways where an accident can happen and many ways yeah. where, you know, you you can get lost and die. You can starve to death and be lost and die, yeah. you know, or you eat the wrong berry, you eat the wrong mushroom, you know, who knows? The variables are unbelievably endless to, you know, the what you could accidentally do up here Yeah, playing around out there. I had, man, I had a weird situation where I think Eric saw it, but I didn't see it as serious. Um, we were cleaning deer a few weekends ago, and, like, we had the, we we're on this weird hill, and it was kind of, like, raining, you know, that whole time. So it was already kind of wet and slick. Well, after matting it down and walking around enough, we got it, like, mud slicked up. 
sort of like slipping fall off we a cliff. Like, it wasn't like a cliff. It was just a hill. And we were like slipping as we we're like going below it and like traversing and walking back and forth. And just you're all over the place when you're cleaning an animal, you know, and then you're taking the, the hindquarters and shoulders and lifting them t- 10 feet up to this little ledge and then putting them on the tarp. And then that's getting like trampled down and then slicked up. Well, I had my knife and I like mm. curved around and I did this like slip and I did like a windmill and then like brought my knife up. Oh my God. And I was kind of like, whoa, like I feel like I almost cut myself. And he's like, dude, you almost stabbed yourself in the neck. And I'm like, I, I was just going through that like constant monotonous motion of like shift over here, shift over here, trim, 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 do my thing. And I was like, wow, like one minuscule lapse in judgment could have now created a situation where like Eric's hitting the SOS on the inreach. Cause I just severed, severed an artery in my neck, cleaning these stupid ass deer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, well that's not, not disrespected deer is like the, the animal of the earth and that kind of, I'm talking about like, this isn't what I came out to do was to kill myself, cutting myself with my knife. Yeah. So it's like, man, have some appreciation for preparation and thinking about the safety and well-being of what you're doing all the time. Always. Yeah. Like focus on it 100% at everything you do. Well, it's hard when you're wet and you're tired and yeah, you've been doing it. Yeah, it was, it was a reminder. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, that could have been. And we've all done that. We've all had a situation yeah, where, where a close call. Or, or, but the, the, to, the, to the point of this avalanche, um, the, the, the subject that we want to discuss is this is something that the winters are long. There's a lot of fun stuff to do. And a lot of it is in the mountains. And everybody should know something about this. So I think this is going to be a great um, eye-opener for me to listen to this and talk to a professional yeah. and hear about this and, and reflect on the losses that I've experienced because of it and hear some other stories. And um, maybe it's time now to look at getting trained, you know, because I still want to go ride a snow machine again one day and I'm not a skier or whatever, but I like to go spring bear hunting and do some stuff in the mountains. And that's, again, there's a lot of danger and yep. there's a lot of exposure to this stuff where you maybe don't think you're actually getting yourself into danger because it's not snow machine or snowboarding or whatever in the mountains, but you're actually still going out into a spot where yep. the snow's melting and it's getting, and it's unstable or whatever. And there's, a lot of lessons and information we learn from this topic. Yeah. You know, there isn't, and I don't think you can ever know enough, you know, never. There's always new technologies, always new ways. And, and do you practice, you know, save, trying to save someone or trying to find someone. So yeah, I'm excited about that. That's, that's, it's just an important topic. might not be the full run and gun wet dog guy, but you know, it's something that people need to know about. No, it's, it's, it's important, man. And it's just another, um, emphasis on safety. And I guess as I'm getting older, uh, I'm starting to appreciate the importance of safety more as we start taking our children out and doing stuff. Like it's like the main thing I'm thinking about. I'm not even thinking about the harvest or the, what lure and color I'm going to put on next. I'm like making sure my kids life jackets are tight and yeah. everybody's warm when it's raining. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's the number one thing and it's, it's easy to overlook. So, yeah, so um, that, that pretty much almost rounds out the end of uh, the year. Um, I, I'm going to quickly just go through a couple of um, 
names that have been thrown out to us as far as possible guests. Some of these people have already been spoken to, and and it's not easy to schedule. It's yeah, not easy I mean, to schedule really us three alone or just, you know, and then to add another guest in there. It just, you know, people are busy, and, and some of these people don't live in Anchorage. Shit comes up. And things happen. Um, so just really, really quickly, some of these other people that we want to get on, um, that we've spoken to, or they've been, most of these people actually have already spoken to, and, and they've agreed to come on at some point. Um, we got Nick from AK Mining and Diving. Oh, nice. Which is going to be really awesome. Um, you know, tons to talk about there oh, with, yeah. with them and that business and all yeah. that stuff. He's an OG, too. Uh, we got Philip Vallejo, who is uh, a Marine Scout sniper trainer. Um, mm. He uh, was just featured, actually, on Stone Glacier's deal um, for his elk that he just got. Um just Alaska. a badass Alaskan dude, you know, and all these people are from Alaska, you know, as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. uh, we got Nick Jans, who we want to bring on, author. Um, oh, really nice. cool stuff. Uh, Heather Wilson, which is a migratory bird biologist um, for all the uh, duck hunters and all these people that are hunting geese and all these things like that. I want to mention something, too. Um, you mentioned another uh, lovely gal there that... Uh, Look, we would love to have, we want guests on here all the time, but, you know, we want to have more female presence in our podcast and our information and the content that we're providing. So I just want to get it out there that um, if you're interested in coming and talking to us, you know somebody, um, women and men, of course, but, but there are a lot of really badass gals out there. 100%. That are doing stuff um, that I don't think a lot of people know about. Um, and we want to know about them. And we want to learn about them. We want to meet them. We want to get them in here and talk about the cool stuff that they're doing. So if you got any pointers, you got anybody, you got maybe got somebody that, you know, is too shy to reach out to us. But, you know, they're awesome. And you can, you know, get us in touch with them. Yeah, make the connection yeah, and we'll go let's from do there. It. Yeah. I, 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 you know, we want more badass gals coming in here and telling us about what they're about out there. Yep. So just wanted to make that really clear that Holla. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> We're swanky up in here. We're swanky <laughs> up in here. Thanks, Gina. Shout out to Gina. Oh man. What a cool girl. I love that. Oh hey, Radford called me today. Oh Mike, Mike. did? Yeah. Yeah. Randy me called me to tell me you guys should put in for that bison in farewell. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, thanks, Mike. But me and Daniel partner on that every year. Yeah. <laughs> we we want one trust yeah. me and he's like oh man oh i just thought i'd let you know because it's an awesome hunt and i'm like yeah man and anyway he went on to to say how much he enjoyed gina's podcast oh he did well as an aviation professional oh as a pilot yeah, yeah. he was like oh man she is badass i mean she is dude and he's so you can just tell he's excited yeah if you haven't listened to yeah, that but, gina uh, gina's one um go back i want to say it's 34 34 flying swing 34 flying swanky Gina, we can't pronounce your last oh, name no. without the without written. I'm not going to say the. I'm not going to even say it anymore. Yeah, Chokus. Chokus, thank you. Chokus. Uh, but Shively, no, she was. Shively Chokus. She was badass. Yeah, yeah, really cool chick. She's she's doing it. She's doing it out here. Another badass that we want to get on, and I've been trying to holler at her for a while, but this girl is busy. Oh. Uh, Ashley Chaffin oh, with uh, Skidoo and Fox oh. Racing, um, out of Aldi's. Yeah. I I know I know her from she used to have one of my songs on one of her uh, snow machine videos. Oh really? Yeah. And her <laughs> sister worked at one of the banks where I used to bank at, 
and just weirdly the connection came through one night you know one day downtown and it's like oh i know you i know you i said and then she like pulls out this video and it's like my song on her video it was pretty cool um so she she wants to come on and and talk about all that but she i mean she's like big time booked up she's booked up dude she's like she's going riding in canada she's like a pro rider and and racer and stuff right so she's got a probably strict schedule to stick by and and she lives in Valdez, so it's yeah. not like she can just come. She's to got town. a business down there too. Yeah, and she got a coffee shop down yeah, there. Yeah, so well, definitely her. It, and and sticking with the snow machine, uh, we got Logan Wicken, that, and he's mm. a Polaris team rider. Mm. Um, we got Logan. Freestyle. Yeah, freestyle, yeah. different than the Iron Dog stuff. You oh, know, yeah. more mountain riding, mm-hmm. and, and and he goes riding sometimes with uh, Bootsy and my brother and these guys, or they meet up or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but Logan's a badass dude, man. And I've been oh, kind of sharing some of his stories. He does, he does rip. Some of his stories on, yeah. on our page and stuff like that. And so I want to bring in Lo- Logan. He is a new dad. Uh, you know, shout out to the dads out there. Congratulations, Logan. <laughs> so, you know, that's it's tough to get someone out there like that. But he's on the list to come in as well. Uh, we have um, Conrad Woodhead. He's part of Rural Education. Um, we oh. want to get someone out here that's just, you know, what's going on out with, uh, Conrad, with education. Yeah, we talked to him, what, mm-hmm. a year ago? Yeah, but I'm coming in, and man, his story is so awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, like, there's a really cool aspect of rural education that a lot of people have like no idea, no clue. And and it's crazy. There's a lot of educators here in Alaska that have cut their teeth and made one hell of an educational career by making the compromise in a way a a cultural shock, like lifestyle change by going out to yeah. a, a small community, rural community and, and teaching. Yeah. And you'd love it or you don't. Oh man. <laughs> like stories I've heard. I'm like, wow, like, you, you gotta be more than just a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you have to like embed yourself in that oh, community. Yeah. Like you're, or you're like, like life blood, lifeblood of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, so that's a whole different one that, that hopefully will come on. Um, and then we got some other podcasters that we want to come on. Uh, Cody Liska from Crude, the Crude Crude mm. Magazine, Crude Podcast. Man, they um, just released badass, an awesome podcast. Badass snowboarder, oh, dude. Um, ooh, ooh. I've known Cody for years. Um, he hosts at uh, Tailgate out there in Valdez. The Crude Boys do all that, and he's putting oh, they're out part. Content. Of, they're yeah, entrenched one, in that whole they're thing. They're entrenched in all that. Makes sense. I mean, they're you know. Um, um, come on, bro. The board shop, Juno, borderline, borderline. Thank you, brain yep. fart, man. Yeah, and and you know, big shout out to Cody. He's he's one of the pioneers in the podcast game up here in Alaska with his crude podcast. Um, and he's also doing the uh, chatter marks. I want to say for the museum stuff, and he's helping out a lot of youth um, get their stuff going. And he's just you know a badass young Alaskan that's out here doing it. Um, with borderline and, and all those boys out there and, and along with, along with him. Um, yeah, so definitely go, what's the Instagram? What's their Instagram? Crude mag, crude mag, crude mag, mm-hmm. crude mag. Um, I don't know if they put out a magazine in a little bit. I'm sure that's a lot of work to do. Oh, he's got Jake on there. Yeah, nice. he does. Yeah. Nice. Badass. So if you're, if you're interested in another Alaska podcast, it's definitely, um, crude. Was not that the dopest video that, Jake got, yeah, that's sick. That shit is just glass, dude. That is so fucking awesome. 
one of the cooler videos he's made. It looks yeah. fake. I'm like, bro, it doesn't even look like you're flying. Yeah. No. That is way cool. Everything's still. Sorry to rabbit hole there. That was just like, well done, sir. Well, yeah, well done. done, sir. And then along with that, I mean, you got to bring the legend, dude. Scott, his dad, mm. Scott Lisk. The OG? The OG boat captain, surfer dude, just original gangster, bro. Scott Lisk. It doesn't get more Alaska gangster than Scott. Yeah, they, oh, man, the first crude podcast I heard, I heard the full historical breakdown of the whole Liska um lineage and yeah lineage, man, and great work guys. lineage man that family's fucking awesome dude that they're just, into it all man yeah man like i'm so envious of what they've done and like what they're about and um sounds like they had like a lot of ups and downs and Trials and tribulations and family. Yeah, and if you haven't heard that one, man, go 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 oh to go God. to Crude's uh, podcast. It's Love on it, Apple. Dude. It's on everything. And go to the the one where he interviews his dad, which has got to be kind of weird to interview your dad. Um, but it's very it's very professional. It's very oh, casual. So good, man. And, and I always said that. Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> the timer went out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always said that uh, his that Cody's style is. Um, it's very professional. It's he's like a real true journalist. Yeah, like um, he, has a, he does a, a lot of writing. Almost, of it's just like just factual, but yet entertaining. Uh, just the, his approach to it and his ability to retrieve answers from guests and people like that. It's just it's, smooth delivery. Yeah, like man, I like. I'm envious of his style in which he, you know, shares his content and his and the listen is just like. Man, so clean and crisp and smooth. You know, I'm like, wow, man, how do you do it like that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, compared to like what we're doing, I mean, this guy's like legit. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, we're trying our best. Certified Cody, pro, man. Cody's legit, man. I love yep. Cody. He's, yep. he's a great guy. He's an awesome guy. And he's, he's, you know, another one that you should definitely be checking out with. And then we want to also bring off Jeff Lund. Of course, we got to bring Jeff into the studio. Um, yeah, he needs to come up here for a weekend yep, or something. Yep, and the mediocre Alaskan um, from Southeast. Um, you got to check his stuff out, man. This dude has like 260 podcasts already, something crazy like mm. that. Um, and he's just interviewing and, and, and doing ones on his own. Some are really short. Some are a little bit longer. Um, just highlighting that Southeast lifestyle. Um, he has the book out, A Miserable Paradise, uh, which is amazing. Get, know, it by Jeff mm-hmm. get on Amazon. Get on Amazon and buy that book. Um, he just sent me another copy. We're actually going to give one away. We're supposed to do. The, we're supposed to do the trivia with Kevin. Yeah. On the uh, for to give away the Got Miserable the Paradise full book. Full derail. This um, week. <laughs> yeah. So, but we're going to have to uh, do that one when Jack's back. Whenever Jack's mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. and uh, give away that uh, Miserable Paradise under the uh, trivia. Yeah. Trivia time. Yeah. Trivia time. Jack Lowe. No, that'll be that'll be good. I, I I'd love to meet Jeff in person. I, I like had you didn't enough. meet Jeff when he came up. No. Oh, what, when he, he came up when when he got married and he he brought his wife for the honeymoon. Oh, you met him. He came by the hot dog stand. Oh well, that makes sense. He knows where to find you. But I was like so busy, dude. I didn't even have like time to like even chat, dude. I was just like, like, oh, oh, handshake, okay, you know. Yeah. And then he went and visited Jack at the uh, cidery. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm sure they had more time to interact. Yeah. There. Yeah. You know, yep. while we were slicing dogs, I didn't have time to. Yeah. 
do much there. But we got to get him back up here and bring him into the studio. And well, I'm a day job slave, so I was like, yeah, I'm just over here working. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have a cool, fun summer business for you to come to. <laughs> I, I do want to meet him because now that I've had like a handful of conversations with him, I'm like, dude, I like you. <laughs> You're like a And he's very uh, man, professional I, too, man. His his like interview style and the way he keeps it rolling and he just lets the the guest, you know, be the highlight. He does a very good job. Man, yeah, he, he's in his He's just got a really good delivery and how he does his show and his questions and um stays on topic really well and uh again, he he's a writer. He's a writer. He's for a writer. The, and he's so a writer he, for the yeah. uh, Juno Empire. Yeah. I think it's called. He's an outdoor journalist for them. Yeah. Um, he's a high school teacher down yeah. there in Ketchikan. Uh, hunter, fisherman, just a badass dude, man. Jeff Lund, you know, Alaska Mediocre Podcast. Yeah, all those Apple new stickers too, man. And all that stuff. He, he's got some badass sticker, dude. Yeah. He steps yeah. his game up on them stickers. Those yeah. things are fresh. I was like, oh, okay. Saw that big one you brought in. I'm like, yo, Jeff, man, I need to get a couple of those. Yeah, I brought that one for you. Actually, that, that big one? one, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, thanks, bro. You sent me a couple, three. Okay. Um, figured me, you, and Jack, but. Oh yeah. And we got a sticker wall coming, so we're gonna add Jeff. We need a few more because we're gonna add one oh. to the sticker wall. Tatted up. The sticker door we got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so check him out, man. He's doing his thing, man. He's he's another good out outdoor podcast, and he turned me on to Tongas Talk, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are some um science teachers, dude, down there. I want to say they're in Sitka. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just chatting with them up, trying to get them on the podcast as well. And then we got to get Tyler on, man. Tyler Friel from Thunder Talk. That would um, be way badass, dude. Get him up. Get see If he ever comes to town, yeah. um, get him in here and put him in that white chair and and, and talk to talk to Tyler about Maybe his... we can uh, snag him for a couple hours one night. Yep. So we definitely want to get Tyler in and any other of these podcasters that are doing doing their thing and... And, you know, everyone's, it's the same goal, man. We're just trying to highlight all the cool things that's going on up here and, and yeah. the little things that we know. I don't think any of us claim to be professional at anything. Just content and yeah. sharing the fun shit we're doing anyway. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. It's kind of where it all stemmed from, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I want to bring up my buddy Dave Thorne. Mm. He is uh, Delicious Dave. Uh, Dave, holler back on Instagram, bro. I know you're looking, that message hasn't come through yet. Um, I want to get him Dave. out. He delicious Dave. What a name, dude! Yeah. So, so what, I grew up with David what makes Thorne. Dave so delicious. His food. Oh, amazing! I mean, I figured it was something amazing. food related, but yep. is it? Food so he dessert? does the. Uh, he's a chef for the like rock stars and superstars, oh. and goes on tours. But while he's here in Alaska, he uh, helps out these kitchen. Pull this thing up right now. Uh, delicious Dave. He also is the main chef. I want to say at um, what's that chalet. Yeah, that's what um, I was that's about like to in ask. the middle of okay, like this glacier area. That's dude. Um, shout state. out to there Adam Markham. Adam Markham, I guess, went up there and was uh, helping out Dave while he was, uh, you know, away on some some other trip. And and Dave's just a super laid back, like you know, super laid back dude. Man, drives one of those like vans, you know, the <laughs> old school like Winnebago van. What do you call those? Uh, are you talking about like an RV style or no. like a VW? Like, like a VW bus, like yeah, one of those Va- buses. Valhalla or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not Valhalla. Yeah, it it's is? like it's like the VW bus, but it's got the camper on top. It's like a Valhalla or something. Maybe I don't know. 
I don't know what that is. Anyway, yeah. there's a whole bus movement going on. <laughs> and he's a part of and it. And Dave drives one. And he <laughs> drives one. Okay, so he does that, like, that private remote cabin, like, celebrity chef. Yeah, Damn, I can't think of what the name is of that um, that chalet. Um, a private thing? I mean, none of us can afford to go there, <laughs> for one. Yeah. It's just like Somebody superstars. Like Taylor Swift was there. Yeah, Taylor like, oh, Swift, okay. Obama. It's, like it's just level. like these guys okay, got gotcha. all these guys coming out. I'm like, oh, well, it must be. I'll just check out the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Food looks good. Hey, Dave, we have a meat party coming up February 19th. Oh you could probably bring. Um, we're gonna need you to come out, and as well as Adam Markham to come through and uh, supply some goods. Bring Puff Daddy. Let's bring Puff Daddy. Oh, we definitely have to have Puff Daddy out there. Yeah, we should have him come join us on a live event and bring that bad boy out. We'll bring it to the meat party because a lot of times you're going to do a final grill off, you know, and we'll have the Puff fun. Daddy. And people that don't know, go back to episode three. Oh, man. Like first five, Chef Adam Markham, um, yeah, one of the, the yeah. original chef from uh, the Rusted Goat. Awesome Alaskan dude just cooking up crazy, crazy stuff. And he, and, um, he let... Alaska Wild Project put it out on social media to name his grill this massive, massive, um, like smoking fifty-five grill. gallon drum, like welded together. Yep, yep. Go to his page and check badass. it out. And so, yeah, we're gonna do. We gotta. We have. We must have Puff Daddy at the I mean, meat party. It would be pretty badass if we did. Yeah, it'd be pretty fitting for anybody that was like, ah, man, I need to throw my whatever on the grill at the end. Yeah, or the just bring it ready to grill. Things just out there like. Bruh. Just, just going hot. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> He'd probably love to bring his wife and come join us too. I mean, I would imagine. Of course. And bring, and bring a dish. Yeah, so the meat party will two, be you bring your five. wife. As The last few years, it's been just boys only. Um, but enough of that. Let's get some ladies oh, out it'll, there. It'll go over much better um, yeah. by involving the uh, better halves. Yeah. Um, or plus ones, however you want to do it. It'll be, it'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be really great. And uh, we have this we have this crazy idea that we've been wanting to do. We kind of hit the nail with um, with Jack's dad and, and with Earl and and uh, John. Uh, we want to do an old codger, a couple old codger episodes. Man, I know we were like we had this vision of our codger of the month. Yeah, but and that's I, just like you can't. <laughs> well, it was the thought of it was like, oh, we could do that. And now that we've been doing it now for several months, it's like, oh man, it'd be kind of like hard to get a. An old boy in here once a month. Yeah, definitely hard. Like, uh, it's just like codger of the year. <laughs> codger of the quarter. Codger of the quarter. <laughs> the quarterly codge. <laughs> quarter codge. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, we got two, you got a two for one on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, what does I, codger mean? Codger, I'm gonna, I'm, like, gonna, I'm gonna look up the definition. I learned that word from you because you would always, oh, this old codger. Yeah, and I, I learned it from somebody. Oh, right there, codger definition. Let's see yeah. what it says. Yeah, an elderly man, especially one who is old-fashioned or eccentric. Old yeah. codgers always harp on about yesteryear. Back in my day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back codger, in my day. Car- an old codger. codger. Uh, I've been wanting to get on Chuck and Dave. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Chuck Austin Cop and Dave Tidings. Um, these are just some old boys that we played hockey with, old-time, lifelong Alaskans, done it all, seen it all. Oh, just I, I told Mike it. today. About, I, the, about Chuck and Dave? 
Yeah, well, about that bison hunt. I'm like, well, it just happens that Daniel and I put in for this thing with the hopes that we'll get it because we got this old acquaintance <laughs> buddy of ours. I, I mean, you're definitely close with Dave. I I know of him and yeah. his, his, his lineage and family and their business. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, we, we've got a guy that's like pretty well, you know, experienced in the hunt and done the process and the ride and da, 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 da. And I was talking about Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you were telling me like, if you ever draw it, like tell Chuck, Chuck was like, let's go, let's do it. I'll go out there with you guys, yeah. show you where to go. And da, 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 da. And I was like, oh man, that'd yeah. be the perfect scenario. Yeah. He's got the machines. He's, he's been successful on three or four of those bison hunts. Yeah, um, that's so badass. And, and you know he, he those guys played hockey. Doesn't they he still have like play a luscious hockey? head of like slicked back like silver hair? This too? dude is a stallion. <laughs> just, just like <laughs> no stallion, bro. Straight up, just sixty five and just don't let your hard. girl look him in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> she, gone. Guy, she gone. <laughs> and he got the money to leave her gone. He's like, yeah. He's a stud, but such a down to earth guy, it. man. And he raised you know three great boys who you know chris and and these guys are just wonderful kids and wonderful dudes just an old school alaskan guy who's seen it all and hunted it all and fished it all and it's still going man still playing hockey that's crazy man at this age man these guys are they go to like morning skate (laughs) like this guy's skating in the morning those guys early in the morning like you bring your kids and you see these old guys it's probably chuck and dave out there getting their morning skate in before they go, you know. It's like to work. their workout. Yep, that's their workout. Yeah. Like I want to be Chuck and Dave when I grow up. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I want to get a morning skate in and then, you know, go to my cabin and whatever, whatever. Yeah, I remember like last like two, three years ago, and I met you in in front of the treehouse, and um, you had just got your Ram. No, you didn't just get it. You were taking it to the taxidermist to get your euro done. Mm. And Chuck met you in the parking lot, and I was. You were like, "Yeah, that's my buddy Brandon." I was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And he was in passing and going to work or whatever it was. And I was just, you were like, "I was like, oh, that's Chuck." I was like, "Oh, I had him for like an old codger, like an old codger." And I was like, "Nah, man, he he's like a studly sixty-five year old, like still." <laughs> Too, with the I was like, hair. oh like, shit! I have more gray. Than I was him. like, damn, okay. Like he's still getting after it. Oh, he gets after it, dude. Yeah, he's he's a wonderful, wonderful man. Well, we'll have to maybe get that going because I tried. I wanted to get old uh, Don Magic Juan in here too. Don Juan, yeah, Donatello, Don? Donatello, <laughs> Teflon DZ. Man, he's gonna be a hard one though. Yeah, we might he's have to like, like yeah. sneak him in. Well, and what's ironic is like when he came up here uh, to Alaska. His first employer was Taylor Restoration. What? Uh, yeah. Full circle? Swear to God, dude. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa. what? When he told me that, I was like, come on, Don. Just come on. We have to tell just, Trent to tell yeah, Don. Yeah. You got to come in. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, well, that was back when, you know, Trent was just coming in. And I'm like, oh, shit, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Wow. Man. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I just found that out. Yeah, I big out, that big shout to out to Don, Don Chan, Don Ton, Don Tron, Donatello. Donatello. Yeah, Teflon Don, what was the Cat- name? Cadillac Don. <laughs> He's got every Don one. I like Don Magic Wand. That's Don that's Magic Wand. <laughs> I, I think I told you when I first met him. And real quick backstory on Don. Don is the uh, the handcrafter of the studio. He yep. is 
put together Studio One. He put together Studio Two. He built the frame for the sign. He did the full OCD to make sure the sign was exactly square, left, right, up, down, where everything's supposed to be in the studio. Hung the TV. Oh, man. Don, dude. Oh, Don. Don Magic Juan. Cropper. Those guys hooked us up. Uh, but um, oh, where was I going with Don? I almost lost. I lost history. It. You're doing that. Yeah, there was before that. Oh, shit. Man, I lost it. Don. Don, it'll come back to me. Um. I bet Don listened. He's like, all right, that's enough of me. That's enough of that. Uh, <laughs> oh, just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I was like, Don, man, come on, come on to the park. Oh, no, 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 no. And then Mara tried to invite him for dinner, and he was like, no, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, man, can we do anything for you, Don? No, 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 <laughs> no. no. I go home at five. Well, he's got a personal touch on our whole thing, man. He does, man. Yeah, and he likes it, and he's listened to it. He's always got something to say about it. I brain your podcast are a little too, little too long. <laughs> You know, my bedtime's at nine. <laughs> I was and, like, uh, oh, all right, Don, we'll look into that. <laughs> They're just kind of go a long way. So, uh, Well, that's pretty much rounds up, to, you know, what we got coming up. So yeah. any of these guys or yep. any of these gals that you heard that we got coming, you know, definitely throw us a question. Or if you know a funny story about one of these people, like, let us know so we can bring it up. Uh, and we're going to keep rolling with this thing. You know, just mm. like new mm-hmm. guests, new people. And this is just the, the tip of the iceberg. There's several, 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 several other guests and people, you know, that we want to bring on. Um, but, you know, it's a scheduling thing. You know, people yeah, are busy. People have their seasons. We thought it was going to be. Yeah. I think the wintertime, though, is going to be really um, critical for us to capture some of these opportunities with guests because – I feel like winter's a little bit of a, a slower time and quieter time for a lot of folks. Mm. Um, so hopefully we'll have some luck in, in getting some of them in. And uh, You know, we've only had one recording on the phone with Jeff. I mean, there's still that opportunity, too. Yeah. To do some of these uh, podcasts. Yeah, there's some. I like to we like to bring people in. Uh, but if, they, if anybody can come into the studio, that's going to be ideal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we set this thing up. We got the accommodations. Um, you know, we've got dinner, we've got beverages, we've got tunes. I mean, we've got, we might need to put a cot over there in that corner in case someone gets a little tuned up. (laughs) Spend the night here at the studio. Yeah, you stay here. It's not a bad idea, actually. Get the bunk bed. Oh, the bunk bed, a cot. In case you and I got to stay. Yeah. Oh, honey. Well, we had too many uh, caribou calls. The studio is a good time. Um, well, go to patreon.com slash the wild project. Uh, thank you for the support on all the Patreon members. We have a lot of stories coming up on that. Um, Heather's Choice promo code Alaska Wild to support another Alaska business. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave us an Apple podcast review. Yeah. And you love it, and you hate it. We want to know. And shout out to the people that have been commenting and, and like whether it's funny or it's like hater or it's support <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's it's just <laughs> funny to to uh, to read these comments and stuff like that and, and, and interact with with some of the audience. Uh, we love that stuff. So so keep it coming. And thank you for sharing. Um, we've seen an explosion of, on people following our stuff. And that's all. Yeah. Account, that's all an account like to week, dude. It's just all an account to people sharing it, man. Yeah. You know. We're yeah. not doing anything special or nothing. It's just it's just people, the vibe's going out, and, and people are appreciating it, and we're appreciating you guys. Um, go to alaskawildproject.com. Get you a hoodie. Get you a shirt. 
We have the dad hats. The dad hats are here. If you're listening to this podcast, I'll be the judge. Um, you're going to get a call up or a message if you've been asking about the dad hat because we didn't order a lot. Um, but we ordered enough to at least supply the people that have been asking satisfy about the it. the request, yeah. And there's going to be some leftover ones. So if you're looking for a dad hat, I don't even know if we'll put them on the website. Um, just Probably hit us up. Not. Just no, hit us up on the message. Folks that have already just like put in requests for them. Yeah, pre-order. And and what he means by dad hat is the classic low-crowned curve bill. Yep, we got two know. kind of dad hats actually. We have the dad dad hat that has like no form. Right, there's like no nothing. Or it's just flappy. That's yeah, my then, favorite. Yep, yep. And then we have the dad hat that's just like curved. Mm-hmm. Um, with the logo on the side, black and gray with the gray nice. last one. Oh, then we have the all be, black yeah, with the white. Yep. yep. So uh, if you want one of those dad hats, uh, leave us a message on our Instagram or Facebook or email or whatever, and uh, put your name down for one. And we have more orders in for them. Um, you know, merchandise at times can be tough depending on what you're ordering. And we know and realize that not every bro out there is a flat bill guy. Yep. Let's give yep. that bill a little bit. Like so Nick. We're, from Alaska mining time, he's like, "Well, uh, I'm like, uh, I'm the last non-flat bill guy around." I'm like, "No, no, actually, there's a bunch of orders coming in for those." Yeah, yeah, those, there's a bunch of us out here still. Uh, yeah, you know, I wish I could do both. I can't. You can do both. Oh, I'm definitely a hybrid. I mean, I just oh, wore a hybrid. Oh, that's I, a good I call word. myself a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, where I can like rock certain flat bills like today. Yeah, like the double shovel flat bill. I love this hat, by the way. Beautiful. Hat. Fits great. Yeah. Um, but I also got. Like some curve bills and snapbacks and some fitteds that are, yeah. I got them fully curved out. Like I can the, do the five panel and the flat bill, but I can't. Yeah, the dad, I, the daddyotomy, I can't. Yeah, I don't think you've really ever given one a chance. I mean, uh, I, I I'm not that I've seen. No, because I know it's just. Well, like, I mean, like you know, I, mean, I could have some input and. You know, oh, you want me to try one on for you? I think you just right, when it. we get the new ones, I'll try one on for you. All right, and I'll like, be yeah, the judge. No, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I'll go stick to that seven. Dude, I don't do dad tool. hats or like tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go for short shorts or what? Short shorts either. I don't do those either. Short shorts are like the thing now. I know. I can't. I'm I mean, like, I got damn. some decent thighs, but not yeah, not short short worthy. I mean, if you're like, <laughs> uh, yeah, me either. Man, you don't want to see me in short shorts. You'd be doing some good short shorts. You got some oh, nice I got legs some, on you. I got some. You got some thighs. You got. Yeah, you got yeah, some it, it, yeah, might, yeah, might make people feel weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My wife would be ashamed. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, Alaska. Stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance company, providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance, driveway sweeping, snow and ice management, and tons more. Get your free estimate today at LawnProAK.com. Anchortown Dogs, located at 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. 
Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Menegados Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegadosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women while pregnant or breastfeeding. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. 